We solemnly swear we're up to no good. Sorcerer's Minute, the first season of our Harry Potter podcast where we talk about the movie one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. And I'm Victoria. And, uh, <laughs> and we're talking about minute four. Minute four of of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. I also have to laugh at you because it always looks like you're about to run a marathon. Well, because, right? <laughs> because I press the record button and I'm just sort of like getting yeah. up for it. I'm like ready. <laughs> minute four starts... With, uh, with Dumbledore telling McGonagall that, uh, this is the only family that he has left, which we touched on yesterday. And it ends with the title card. Um, yeah, how, how, I noticed, I noticed that the digital copy that I have, that the timestamps were different, um, between this digital version and the DVD that I have. And I realized it's because they're, they're totally different editions of the film uh my title card on this digital copy says harry potter and the philosopher's stone which is awesome which i think is awesome uh it was changed to sorcerer's stone as we know with the books as well for the uh for the u.s version which i think is very strange and we can talk about that at length i'm sure but i thought that was cool that's unrelated to the actual content of the minute but i thought that was cool um, it was surprising to see it come across screen. Oh, I was yeah, like, for wait sure. a minute. For sure. <laughs> for sure. We were actually, like, when we were watching the minute before recording, um, both of us had to, like, pause it and be like, oh, my God, like, look at this. I like that the, that this minute does end at such a perfect place. Yeah, that works. <laughs> um, right at that title card. Uh, that means tomorrow we're going to wrap up the week mid-minute. Like, the minute's going to cut in the middle of a conversation or something. But that's okay. We'll have a lot to talk about next week. We we have a we're, this is a big transition. I wish the week ended here almost because it would be like okay, like join us next week for like when things continue rather than cutting it in the center yeah, of a yeah. scene. But yeah, well. eh, eh. it'll happen a lot in this movie. Oh, so, I'm sure. So nothing to nothing to really stress over. Um, so we see we see Dumbledore placing this swaddling baby bundle is bundle. he in a he's not he's just it, harry's not even in like a bas a basket or like a like any like they anything just place these blankets with this baby in it on this the doorstep blankets around the baby um which i don't we talked about we, I, we didn't talk about this either it's the first day of november yeah and it looks relatively early in the morning, and they're leaving this 15-month-old baby on a doorstep. It's gotta I, be cold as hell. I don't know that they thought this through, really. <laughs> He's magically kept warm. Do you th- <laughs> there, there's a spell on the blankets that they're like... Right, hey, hey, you don't know. No, that, I don't know. I don't that know. That is possible. I mean, they might have had and to that do that when he was flying, as hell. when they were flying over London. I'm sure it was very cold 
That would be really smart. On that flying motorcycle. To have magic imbued blankets for babies. <sighs> they just, they then just, you would just need one blanket. And just, just warm him up with that one little, uh. Um, so we see them place him on the doorstep. We see, um, the letter that's left. Oh, we get the address. Yeah, Mr. and Mrs. V. Dursley uh, at 4 Privet Drive. Do we decide little little winging? Is it little, little winging? winging? I think guys, winging. guys, message us. Uh, How's that pronounced? Yeah. I think it's winging. Winging? Little winging. I think winging sounds... I, I, liked, I, I would like to think that it's winging. Winging? That sounds weird. Because I think, like... Ing ing is is weirder. Like I I know it's i n g i n g, but I mean it literally is. I think a little winging sounds better. Sounds better. I I like, think I think it just sounds more. I think it's unplayable. I guess <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Let us get in touch with us and tell us where how you pronounce this little pr- town in in Surrey. In Surrey. In Surrey. Um. We also see the baby. We see little baby Harry Potter for the first time. Oh, his eyes are closed. He's sleeping. Oh, this little baby. Uh, this I, little I, baby. I, when I was doing research when we first uh, decided to do this, I found that the baby, um, the only credit for the baby is the the Saunders triplets. And they never did anything else. I don't know if um, they were just like the children of someone who was on set, like part of the cast right. or the crew or or someone that that someone I knew. I heard something about them like not that long ago. But I know. um I don't really know any more detail about them beyond the fact that like they were the children that we see on screen or the child that we see on screen briefly. Um, only for this minute we'll never see we'll never see the baby again. Um, that's I think a different child too. That baby? Yeah. The baby from, uh... I think the baby that we see in the flashback is a different baby than the baby we see on the doorstep here. But we'll have to do more research. I'll have to do more research. One of us will have to do more. Tell me if you find more about the Saunders triplets. But I... I, Saunders triplets. Sanders? Saunders? I think I wrote it as... Two brothers and a sister. Yeah. Oh, I think I even have their names. Um, Jacob, Jazzy, and Charles Saunders. They were born in the year 2000. It says their names are unknown. Oh. Oh. As minor child parts are often played by more than one person, this is likely the reason why these triplets, who are nearly impossible to differentiate, all are credited as playing the role. Yeah. They don't know. I don't know. We only get a couple shots. It says it is the same baby. It does say that the baby that they used in the flashback is the same baby that they used in the beginning. What scene is this from? Uh, it says... Because that's not in this movie. Right? We don't actually get so the what Saunders, happened to the, the Saunders Potters. triplets are two brothers and a sister who played the baby version of Harry Potter in film adaption of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone and appeared in uncredited archive footage in the film adaption of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Oh, okay. Interesting. We uh we won't get there for a while because I was gonna say we don't see that scene no, of what cool. happened in Godric's Hollow. I didn't know that. That's cool. Okay, I thought it was a different um, thought it was different kids in the next one. Yeah, same one. All right. So there you go. Fascinating. Learning something in the middle of recording. There, this is quality content. You guys aren't paying anything for. <laughs> um, 
So we want. To oh, and it's so sad. We we see we see Hagrid um, getting all emotional. Yeah, he's Aww. tearing up. He's very sad. Because um, he won't see him now for like. Well, yeah. Years. Dumbledore says this isn't really goodbye. Um, implying one would assume that that Harry's going to go to the school that that they uh, that they teach at. Right. But it's really emotional. This is a really tender scene. I really um. I really love how invested in this uh, Hagrid seems to be compared to oh yeah the the professors. He's very emotionally attached already. Already, already, which I think is adorable. I love, I love the um the care that Hagrid shows for Harry right off the bat. We all, we get this uh we get this really beautiful moment here, and it just makes it that much more powerful. Uh, when we meet Hagrid again later, that he has such joy for this, uh, for this kid. I think that's it. I think that this minute's not quite as dense as the last one was. Um, so we get, we get this zoom in on this bundle on the doorstep, and we, we see Harry's scar, the lightning bolt scar. Which looks pretty fresh. It does. It's, 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 uh, it's not, um... It's an. It looks like a cut, like a new. There's a little bit of red in it, like that. It's kind of inflamed because it's. It just happened. Yeah. And it's right above, like the was that the right eye? Yep. Yeah. Um. There's there's things to talk about with Harry later that I'm I'm really fascinated by. Um, once he's reintegrated into the community, but you know I I I didn't mention McGonagall says that um. McGonagall says that he's going to be famous. Yes, like that's why that they have every to hide child in there. that every child in in their in the in the magical world will know his name. And Dumbledore responds that that it's better for him this way, that he comes into the community when he's ready, or when they think he's ready. Yeah, when they think he's ready, because they're going to send the letter to summon him. Basically, yeah, yeah. come rejoin the magical world that we left you on we we kicked you out of uh i i don't know if i agree with this i think that if if there had been someone that they trusted in the magical community to raise harry he would have been so much better off um Most definitely but i guess maybe, i don't know but if i don't know maybe there's got to be some sort of. There, there's definitely some. Sort there must of, have been some kind of meeting involved in which they talked about it. Something. You think so? About everything. Do you think that there was a dialogue here? Do you think Dumbledore was just like, I this, know exactly what to do. I definitely get happen. the impression that Dumbledore is just a force of nature that the other wizards sort of contend with. Mm. Um, I, I don't. I don't think that there was someone else that was like. No, let me take little Harry home. Like I, I just, <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't. I don't get. I don't feel that. Uh, I don't know. Who? It, it, we talked about this at length, but like, there's there is no one else to take Harry. Um, which is disappointing. I, I really, but the prophecy would have already happened. Yeah. The, well, yes. So the prophecy, if he knows about it. The then I guess did happen. And there's a whole this like, is, thing for him to the, the the prophecy being heard is the whole reason this happens. that this happens. 
So because he knows that, that's why he yeah Dumbledore's he, aware of the he yeah, feels Dumbledore's like aware of the prop- no no one else is really aware of the prophecy though yeah he feels like but he Dumbledore has to knows. put extra care into like well and we know away. we won't know for seven movie or seven books but we know what the contents of this letter are yes um and we know that Harry's going to be safe because Dumbledore bewitches the house right uh, there's a protection on it mm-hmm. um. But I don't. Maybe that's why it also keeps him warm. <laughs> the house is protecting him. The house. Uh, so long as they take him in his family, the house will have this spell. Uh, which is good. Like, it's. I guess. I guess there's, like, the slightest little bit of, like, you know, Petunia and Vernon do take him in. Well, you have to. You have to. You have to think this through. I mean, you you can't just neglect a baby. A baby is is much different than a child. Yeah. Um, and for him to get to the point of eleven years old and still like, I mean, sure, he's very he's thin we'll for his age about, and all this other stuff. We'll talk more about like the actual living conditions tomorrow because we'll see that. Tomorrow. How how much love and care did they show a baby? Yeah. You know, they couldn't have just like neglected it and let it just lay there, like oh, just ignore that thing. It's how, all like no, you had to, you had to have fed it and comfort I it, make a, it stop crying. They wouldn't have wanted to hear it crying. Tomorrow, tomorrow, I want to talk about how long it was before they shoved him in the cupboard with the stairs. Um, his living conditions are not ideal, but yeah, like there's definitely there's definitely still an affinity. Like she might not have liked her sister. And she and Vernon might have an aversion to the magical community at large, but still doesn't help his baby. Yeah, yeah, he's still an in- he's still an in- Okay, I feel that's it. How do you? Well, that's not quite it. We're almost there. Um, because then we get that we get transition. this really funny transition <laughs> that like I don't think happens anywhere else in the entire series, and it's so silly. But we we zoom in on Harry's scar, and then you like, get this bright, this light, <laughs> like shining out of his forehead that envelops the screen. It turns into the title, card. and it turns into the title card. We see Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's St- or Philosopher's Stone, Philosopher's Stone, depending on the edition that you're watching. We get that Harry Potter title card uh, on the same background that we saw the uh, Warner Brothers logo uh, four minutes ago, on that kind of cloudy sky, and um, and that's where we end. That's the end of the minute with that really funky transition. <laughs> Through the scar. Through the scar. It's so silly. <laughs> I think it's so silly, but I love it. It is. It's it's it's, it's just like it's to like this nail is it. Important. Yeah, scar. the scar is like uh, definitely like this is why this is why you're the, here. This is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is why you're watching this. Um. Th- this is this is the the culmination of um uh, of a lot of a lot of a lot of stuff. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Tomorrow, uh, we shift gears a little bit, and we'll only get one one minute before uh the week wraps up. But uh, lots to talk about tomorrow. So that's it. Uh, thank you for joining us for yet another minute of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Come back tomorrow for minute number five. Mischief, Mischief managed. managed. Thank you.